I'm very grateful to Joel Vig for conceiving of this tribute to my grandfather and to the administration and faculty of UND for stewarding this event so thoughtfully. In October 1958, Anderson wrote a love letter to a university on the occasion of the University of North Dakota's 75th anniversary and his receipt of an honorary Doctor of Humanities degree. It was among the last pieces he would write. He passed away four months later. The original document is in his archive here at the university. In that tribute, my grandfather described himself as having been an indifferent student, with no plans for the future until he enrolled at UND in 1908. The son of an itinerant Baptist minister, his family had moved about once a year throughout states ranging from Pennsylvania to Iowa. Having graduated from Jamestown High School in Jamestown, North Dakota, it was natural enough for him to enroll here. As an undergraduate, he was a waiter, worked the night copy desk of the Grand Forks Herald, and participated in the school's literary and dramatic societies, serving as editor of the Dakota in 1911. He received a B.A. in English literature that year and went on to become principal of the high school in Minnewaukon, North Dakota, on the western shore of Devil's Lake, where he taught English. My father, Quentin Anderson, who would eventually become head of the English department at Columbia University in New York, was born in Minnewaukon a year later. My grandfather's career took him westward. He relocated to the Bay Area and entered Stanford University, where he obtained an M.A. in English literature in 1914. He went on to become a high school English teacher in San Francisco and then a professor at Whittier College. He would eventually trade academics for journalism, writing for publications as varied as the San Francisco Chronicle, the New Republic, and several New York newspapers. In 1921, he founded The Measure, a journal of poetry, a magazine devoted to verse, and soon turned to playwriting. His 1923 play, White Desert, defended equality between the sexes. It takes place in eastern North Dakota during the Great Blizzard of 1888, one of the most severe recorded blizzards in the history of the United States, featuring a couple coping with the isolation of the storm. White Desert was the first of 32 plays written by Anderson produced on Broadway between 1923 and 1958. He wrote over 55 plays in his lifetime, and many were turned into films and radio dramas. He was awarded the Pulitzer Prize in 1933 for his political drama Both Your Houses, and twice received the New York Drama Critics Circle Award for Winterset and High Tour. He was given an honorary Doctor of Literature degree from Columbia University in 1946 and the Gold Medal in Drama from the National Institute of Arts and Letters in 1954. He wrote a book and lyrics for Knickerbocker Holiday, a 1938 musical about the early Dutch settlers of New York. The show's September song became a popular standard, later recorded by dozens of artists from Nat King Cole to John Lennon. Another standard, It Never Was You, has been recorded by multiple performers, including Judy Garland and Tony Bennett. Less well-known is his 1941 Broadway hit, Candle in the Wind, about an American actress in Nazi-occupied France. Three decades later, Elton John would appropriate that title for the best-selling single of all time about another actress, Marilyn Monroe, later adapting the song to commemorate Princess Diana. He was hired by Alfred Hitchcock to write the screenplay for Hitchcock's The Wrong Man of 1957. The following year, Hitchcock contracted with Anderson to write the screenplay for what became Vertigo. Many of Anderson's plays and musicals commented on issues of the day. 
His collaboration with Kurt Weill in the 1949 Broadway production of Lost in the Stars was an early and moving critique of apartheid in South Africa. In a letter seeking to obtain author Alan Payton's permission to adapt his novel to the stage, Anderson wrote, For years I've wanted to write something which would state the position and perhaps illuminate the tragedy of our own Negroes. Now that I've read your story, I think you have said as much as can be said both for your country and ours. He died at the age of 70 in Stamford, Connecticut, on February 28, 1959. The inscription on his tombstone reads, Children of dust astray among the stars, children of earth adrift upon the night. What is there in our darkness or our light to linger in prose or claim a singing breath save the curt history of life aisled in death? It's a signal honor to represent my family today as you commemorate the life and work of a man who always celebrated his beginnings in North Dakota. My brother and cousins all wish the students of UND a future filled with the kinds of possibilities that he found here over a century ago.